0: It's time for your Morning Jam Weather, brought to you by WDBJ7.
1: Well, good Monday morning. Areas of dense fog are likely across some of our hometowns this morning. We'll see overnight low temperatures on the mild side, upper 50s and low to mid 60s. And warming up today, well into the 70s, if not the lower 80s with decreasing cloud cover. And as we head toward Tuesday, much cooler temperatures waking up to overnight lows, generally into the low to mid 40s. And for election day, we'll see highs generally into the 60s with a good deal of sunshine.
2: And currently, we have some heavy fog in Patches in the Roanoke and Salem Area this morning Uh, Temperatures around 65 degrees there 64 in Danville uh, Foggy and 65 In Bedford 66 and rain in Lynchburg 65 and rain in Appomattox And 66 with a Great deal of fog in the Amherst Area as well this morning Well a story that Has been picked up by CNN And was shared over the weekend Actually talks about a pastor who used to pastor a church pretty close to us and very close to family that i have over in the Shenandoah valley valley a william cott a former pastor at stewart's draft baptist church in virginia faced some backlash from his congregation after he delivered a scathing sermon about former president trump in 2020 uh they spoke with him i i I have a little bit of the um, of the sermon that that he gave and then we'll hear from one of the deacons as well. Deny that,
0: then you choose to deny Jesus. You can't have it both ways. You can't support the lie and claim the truth. You can't support the antichrist and support the Christ.
1: This.
2: So he literally, you know, basically called Trump the Antichrist and said you can't be a christian if you're a trump voter. We'll continue. Says William Cop
0: and his wife Carol
2: today. After you
0: made this sermon, what happened to you?
2: I was fired. I knew when I heard it that we would not be staying at the church.
0: I want to say he was a friend. Jim Brooks is a deacon at the church. The thing that got me was at the very end Pastor Cop said that if you voted for Trump You are not a Christian. That was the biggest thing for me. Within 48 hours, William Kopp says, the church leaders, including Deacon Brooks, asked for his resignation. Is what you're saying, do you believe that people cannot be good Christians or thinking Christians if they support Donald Trump? That's a real tough one. And what you said. Probably that's exactly what I'm saying. William Cobb says his sermon criticized other political and religious leaders too, and contends it was not a political speech, but a moral one. Sermons in evangelical churches combining politics, morals, and faith are far from rare. Two days before the 2020 election, listen to this pastor in Maine. We
3: have an election on Tuesday. I pray God's mercy grants President Donald Trump victory. I don't have a problem standing here in front of you saying so.
2: See, I just don't know that any pastor should be telling anybody how to vote from the from the pulpit. If you can't figure that out,
4: there's this crazy concept, Janet, called separation of church and state. Yeah, like exactly. crazy. But I I want to interject uh, the the second pastor. I think he had his wrong calling. He should be a voiceover guy. That was a really good voice. Like, did you hear it? I <laughs> yes, mean, I heard it. It was pretty. I think he you could like imagine a commercial and he's like, "But let's stay on task." I know. <laughs> but you know, like that's where my brain goes. I know.
2: I know you're very Mark like in that way. Uh, 866-916-3776. What would you do if your pastor stood up in front of your congregation and said those things? And do you think he should have been dismissed? Chowney um, <laughs> said you can be a pastor if you're a moron well okay and it says what is the law with regard to separation of church and state Congress shall make no law okay um, I don't like it when anyone especially those in power make fun of people's lack of health misfortunes handicaps etc they should be respectful but truthful I think DeSantis has that quality I'll take DeSantis over Trump any day. Maybe Trump could be Vice President. Oh, he would never settle for that. That was followed by a laughing face. So uh, but Trump is definitely the person that could have gotten us out of debt and Communist China out of our country. Yeah, and see that's that's just it. And that we had a caller earlier say that that was the that was the rub with with Trump. He, you don't like the bully tactics but when he was dealing with other bullies in the world i think that probably served us very well so it's a very difficult place to be in double edged sword uh, it is a double edged short- sword because he he was very good at certain things that he was was doing um leia says no true christian can support a democratic party They are the Democrats. Uh, They are the ones who support and promote abortion. What does the Bible say about killing babies? And see, I fall more in line with that as well, Leah. I mean, Trump's flaws are are flaws of an individual, which we all have, I think. Um, So there's, yeah. Bear says pastors aren't punch-proof. Oh, (laughs) What what does that mean, Bear? That sounded like a little bit of a threat. Eight six six nine one six. Has Bear wanted to punch his pastor? Is that what he's trying to say? Maybe. Bear is a no-nonsense kind of guy. Bear is who he is, and you don't have to wonder where he stands most of the time. You just don't have to wonder. Uh, we do have experts issuing midterm election predictions now. Of course, it's time for that. We're going to have uh, Dr. Bob Denton on with us tomorrow and he's going to be sharing some of his insights with us my Uh, former professor i love him so much uh voters are gearing up to head to the polls tomorrow several political insiders are divided over who will take control of the senate and the house others believe that republicans are going to take the majority in both chambers Uh, the senate remains a toss-up according to fox news power rate rankings, showing 47 seats going to the Dems, 49 to the Republicans, leaving four critical toss-up races to decide control of the Senate. That would be Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. And boy, have they been flooding Pennsylvania. The Fox News Power Rankings forecast expects Republicans to take control of the House with a 19-seat majority or a total of 236 seats. That's a gain of 23 compared to the number that they hold in Congress today. So, you know, in Pennsylvania, of course, we have John Fetterman and Doc Oz. And then in Georgia, we've got Warnick and Herschel Walker. So, I I don't know. I don't know how that one's going to ease up. They're, They're saying, I mean, Oz has been showing ahead of Fetterman in the latest polls. But I just don't know how much you can go by the polls. Same thing with Herschel Walker. You would have thought with all the controversy that he has had. um, That they would be further apart. But they're not.
4: Uh, and I'm pretty sure Warnock was quote unquote trailing in the polls last time he won. So it's. So y- who knows. Yeah. Right. Uh, by Wednesday uh, of
2: next I think we'll be up one seat in the Senate Uh, Everything stays the same and headed to a runoff in Georgia and Louisiana. That's what one expert said. In the House, I think it's a different story. House Party Committee and their super PAC, along with their campaign, have not run a good midterm strategy. Of the 30 most vulnerable marginal Democratic seats... Half of them have large Latino populations, and one of these have a single Hispanic campaign manager, media consultant, or messaging firm. I feel like we lose those seats because, again, the House Committee was relying on woke white consultants to fix their Hispanic problem. And I will tell you, if you go out and you speak to the Hispanics, they are leaving in droves. um, And a lot of them are doing these interviews saying i was a democrat who worked for a teacher's union i'm voting republican for educational freedom that's what one said then you have the whole um, abortion topic which that has really turned on the liberals and the dems uh, with the hispanic voters for sure um, and then even the immigration there's a lot of latinos who do not think it's right for the borders to be open like they are. That is not why they moved to this country. That's not how they had to go through the process. And they believe that was a a well-vetted process. So I think a lot of that stuff is backfiring on them for sure. Our toll-free number is 866-916-3776. 669163776 we would love to hear from you. We're going to go to break. We'll be back. Thanks for listening this morning to the Morning Jam. You
4: ready?
0: The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m.
3: ELON MUSK IS REPORTEDLY PLANNING TO LAY OFF HALF OF TWITTER'S WORKFORCE, WHICH IS AROUND 3,700 PEOPLE, THE SAME AMOUNT OF PEOPLE KUDLOW PAYS TO CLEAN HIS POOL. (laughs) MUSK WANTS TO LOWER COSTS AND REDUCE HIS DEBT FROM OVERPAYING FOR THE SOCIAL MEDIA PLATFORM. SOUNDS LIKE HE WANTS TO RUN IT THE OPPOSITE OF HOW OUR GOVERNMENTS RUN, WHICH IS EFFICIENTLY. SOURCES ALSO SAY MUSK WILL START ENFORCING THE RETURN TO OFFICE POLICY, WHICH WILL REVERSE THE CURRENT RULES THAT ALLOW EMPLOYEES TO WORK FROM HOME IN FORTS MADE OF PILLOWS. (laughs) <laughs> IT'S IN THE CONTRACT. MEANTIME, AOC HAS TAKEN A BREAK FROM DOING NOTHING <laughs> TO GET INTO A BEEF WITH THE TWITTER CHIEF. ON TUESDAY, SHE TWEETED, LMAO AT A BILLIONAIRE EARNESTLY TRYING TO SELL PEOPLE ON THE IDEA THAT FREE SPEECH IS ACTUALLY AN $8 A MONTH SUBSCRIPTION PLAN. THAT'S A REFERENCE TO MUSK'S PLAN TO CHARGE PEOPLE 8 bucks A MONTH FOR VERIFIED BLUE CHECKMARK STATUS. BUT HE HIT BACK TWEETING, YOUR FEEDBACK IS APPRECIATED. NOW PAY 8 bucks." <laughs> fair. To be fair, she'd love to spend the $8, but she already bought a Tesla. (laughs) He also tweeted a photo of some ugly AOC merch she's trying to hawk for 58 bucks. Overpriced merch, AOC. Seems pretty capitalistic of you, which according to you makes you evil. And according to anyone paying attention, also makes you full of
4: That foul mouth.
2: There oh, it I is. am. Yeah, this oh. is not the morning tray.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, so that was Greg Gutfield's take on the whole Twitter war that seems to be going on right now. Of course, we heard earlier that the mediocre comedian, Kathy Griffiths, she got booted for making her uh, profile Elon Musk. She, you know, changed it. But apparently, she's not the only one doing that. Uh, she was immediately dismissed, but a lot of people are are doing that, including Valerie Bert- Bertinelli. She also did this, and she was met with a lot of uh, praise from people. So Kathy does it, and they're like, oh my gosh, we have to bang you. Valerie Bertinelli does it, and no one seems to care. So I think that's interesting. Um, and I guess this is this is their way of protesting by using his name Um, she then started retweeting a bunch of democratic candidates changed his name to elon musk on twitter and it it gets a lot of credit for it the one day at a time uh, alum whose twitter handle has always been wolfie's mom uh, in a nod to her son wolfie van halen Um, who of course was with her husband the late guitarist Eddie Van Halen Um, she started retweeting support for Democratic candidates ahead of the midterms and um, all while impersonating the billionaire on Twitter so it seems like a lot of people are doing this to try to get back to him I mean is he going to be able to ban everybody who does that I don't know Uh, does he care (laughs) That's what I want to know. I well, I think he likes the attention. Like, <laughs> he well maybe you could be right. Maybe he does. I mean, who cares if he's got a check mark by it or not? I don't care. I don't either. I mean, there are there were other people who um, who okay. did this as well. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But she was called a masterful troll with some of her <laughs> work there. I don't know that she wants to be called that, but. Maybe she does, because she did get in into the fray a little bit with it. Hey, have you checked out our Insane Radio Deals yet? If you haven't, you need to do that. Go to InsaneRadioDeals.com, and you will find some amazing prices there, including uh, twice and for all gift cards, uh, $50 gift cards or $30. Now, if you were able to get in this weekend, you saved still even...
4: Still now. Still up oh, till really? Tuesday, through Election Day. It's, doesn't it doesn't say that. Is it supposed it's to It's at say? checkout. So if you check oh, out an okay. item, it's 22% off.
2: Of what is already taken off. Yes. So, so in it's... addition to what you see on your savings, more will be added at checkout. Yes. All right. So uh, the Twice and For All is there. Southern Roots Hair Salon. We Fix Stupid Computers. Market at Main. Lynchburg Car Wash. Natural Bridge Historic Hotel and Conference Center. We also have lots of things uh, for Sequest. Uh, graze on Fifth Street and get some sh- Christmas shopping done. You know, do it now at Twice and For All. They're having a November to Remember sale, so you can save, you know, $30 here and another 20% there. And then you go to the store and they're having a 20% off sale. That's a lot of money that you're saving. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Check it out at insaneradiodeals.com and uh
4: can another sale coming up for veterans day later in this week really yeah
2: are you sharing too much
4: no i'm just not gonna say what it is oh. <laughs> but i'm just gonna tease that so if you uh if you're too busy in the next two days you can take advantage of it th- later this weekend but that i will say you might have to spend more for that sale so for this one better get a, this one in twin tomorrow night midnight the end of election day so midnight tomorrow all right so bye like bye it. bye
2: okay So, uh, we were talking about Cher earlier in the show. Apparently, the beat goes on for her as she is spotted with a man half her age. And, of course, she has been having romance rumors with a lot of people. But this past week, she stepped out with a music executive 40 years her junior. She's 76. He's 36. She was spotted leaving a celebrity hotspot, Craig's, with rapper Tyga, T-Y-G-A, Tyga? Tyga, that is correct. Oh, Lord. Sharon Edwards shared a car as they headed to a nearby lounge. The nice guy and uh, were reportedly later photographed arriving together at the Superstar's mansion in Malibu. Hello. Maybe she's just holding on to him because she's old. And she needs help walking. I mean... I mean, she's 76. That's a possibility. Is that mean? No. To say? She also appeared to hint at her new romance in a tweet that she shared the night before the outing with Edwards. One part of my life is so amazing, she wrote, adding a smiley face with heart emojis. Cher later confirmed their relationship status, tweeting a photo of her new love, Alexander. Alexander. She captioned the snapshot along with a red heart emoji. She also added, he treats her like a queen. Okay. A little weird, but whatever. She's gone a long way from Warren Beatty and Sonny. David Geffen, Greg Allman, Gene Simmons. She's dated a lot of people. Val Kilmer when he was young. Tom Cruise. That one I missed. I'm not sure how I missed the Tom Cruise one, but I did clapton zimmerman okay you know what you go girl if the old guys can do it i guess it's
4: perfectly okay for you to do it
2: as well i do find it a little odd we I'll, also had
4: i'll tell people don't look up uh tiger's music you probably will not like it I' someone who i guess is young
2: do you like it
4: i've listened to it is, he's is, not my favorite rapper
2: is is he vulgar yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, I didn't want to stereotype. I just, I was just curious. In more entertainment news, uh, singer Aaron Carter passed away over the weekend. Uh, he was only 34 years old. Of course, he was, you know, a kid artist. He was, uh, the younger brother of Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. And he, I mean, he was pretty popular there for a while. I think he, um, He was an opening act for Britney Spears as well as the Backstreet Boys, um, and had a lot of, of issues. Um, most people are saying this is, he, he's had substance abuse issues. He opened up about that in 2017 on an episode of The Doctors. He was in rehab, um, checked himself in for, for treatment and his, um, his final studio album was released in twenty eighteen, but uh, a lot of, of people of that of a certain age that kind of grew up with the, the Backstreet Boys and Aaron Carter and Britney Spears and all of that in the nineties are, are really you know grieving the loss of Aaron Carter, and it's just another example of how we're losing it. I wouldn't be surprised at all if it if it was fentanyl or something like that, because we see, we see so much of it going on right now. Um, but he also, I think, battled mental health illness and schizophrenia and that type thing. So it's pretty, pretty sad as uh, music lovers are mourning the loss there. Um, but coming up, we do have Nisi Payne. She's on the way, and we're going to be uh, talking about Craig County schools. They're closed because of staff illnesses. They don't have enough staff to keep operating there. Lynchburg police are investigating a malicious wounding that occurred on Saturday night. And then, of course, tomorrow is Election Day, so lots to keep up with there. Also going to take a look at your forecast. It's a little foggy in spots. We've got some rain in spots as well, so be extra careful as you're heading out this morning. Make sure you turn on those fog lights. And so many critters when I left. I counted 30. Count them. 30 even deer just as I was coming out. So drive slow. Pay attention. We'll be back. Thanks for listening to The Morning Jam here on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
0: It's time for your Morning Jam Weather, brought to you by WDBJ7.
1: Well, good Monday morning. Areas of dense fog are likely across some of our hometowns this morning. We'll see overnight low temperatures on the mild side, upper 50s and low to mid 60s. And warming up today, well into the 70s, if not the lower 80s with decreasing cloud cover. And as we head toward Tuesday, much cooler temperatures waking up to overnight lows, generally into the low to mid 40s. And for election day, we'll see highs generally into the 60s with a good deal of sunshine.
2: Currently 66 degrees in cloudy conditions in Lynchburg, 66 with fog in Bedford, same conditions in Roanoke and in Salem, 63 in fog in Danville, Appomattox is cloudy with 66 and Amherst has 66 and fog as well. Kind of an unseasonably uh, warm weekend this weekend. Uh, and I went away with some family over the weekend and, and that was a a lot of fun. And then I get a call on Saturday night from my mark saying that, um, they were out looking for a deer at nine o'clock at night and he basically broke his ankle. Of course, at that time he was insisting that's not what happened. Uh, several of you have, have texted in about that, um, yes they did get the deer out (laughs) thanks to those of you who are concerned about mark but a lot of you are like i just have to know did they find the deer yes they did they did find the deer for sure uh we got a text saying people think hunting season gets these deer stirred up uh it's really the breeding season that gets them going uh they're like that earlier than uh when bow season starts they just can't think or reason oh my word isn't that the truth she then said, "Reminds me of some some humans. I don't think we're quite there yet, but where it it should be, the rut as they call it should be moving in pretty soon. At least where we are. Maybe it's happening in other places. But they were all over the place this morning. At least at least where I was. So hopefully Mark's not going to be listening because then he's going to be thinking about all the deer he's missing. So there's that. But knowing him, he'll be out, you know, hunting with a boot on." in a week or so. So you just never know with that one. Uh, Grocery stores say they're removing inflation and dropping prices ahead of Thanksgiving Day. At least some are anyway. Whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving or however it is that you do it, uh, all that food is going to cost you more than it did last November. According to market research, the total cost jumps 13.5%, 13.5%, I was looking at turkeys this weekend, the average turkey for a big turkey was about 40 bucks, which is pretty crazy. Um, and even like the little turkey breasts, that's if you can find them, or like $21 for a little turkey breast, so pretty high. Uh, the Department of Ag says turkeys are 23% more expensive than in 21, and It looks like some stores are saying that they're going to be offering some promotional prices. The supermarket company Aldi announced the Thanksgiving Price Rewind, is what they're calling it, on all holiday essentials. They're matching 2019 prices for discounts of up to 30% on items like brown and serve rolls and stuffing, even wine. Walmart says it's removing inflation and offering Thanksgiving meal essentials at last year's prices. Uh, Lytle has a Thanksgiving basket that feeds 10 people for under $30. That includes a 13-pound turkey, rolls, and all the fixings. That offers good while supplies last. That's not too bad. This year, adults under 32 plan to host around 10 guests, according to uh, research. If you're on a tight budget, they say you can trim down on the trimmings and pick one or two favorite side dishes instead of the whole spread. Now we've been trying to give you some ideas for Thanksgiving as well. My father-in-law used to say, "Well, uh, Janet, we could." He called me JR. JR, We can just go and get one of those deals at um, at the at the at the, um Kroger, and and the, and they make everything for you. I was so insulted. When he would do that, he didn't mean it to be insulting. He was trying to be helpful, and yet I was insulted.
4: So, there you go. When you said Jr., I think of uh, wrestling commentator Jr. Jim Ross. By God, he's yes. split in half.
2: Yeah, well, my friends call me Jr. I don't know who that. Person I don't call is. you Jr. You don't. <laughs> I didn't know that until uh, I
4: didn't know that people called you Jr. till right now. <laughs> Not everybody
2: does, but. You can call me JR if you want to. No, I'll call you Janet. All right, that's fine. Chris Pratt has come out and uh, says that he's endorsing billionaire Rick Caruso for L.A. mayor after seeing the city's decline into utter disarray. Caruso is running against Democrat Karen Bass in the midterms. His campaign has spent more than $100 million on this mayoral bid. Chris Pratt backed a political candidate Sunday ahead of the midterms, gave his support uh, to Caruso. Uh, He's 43, took to Instagram where he virtually stumped for Caruso, a former president of the uh, L.A. Police Commission. He served as commissioner for the L.A. Department of Water and Power. And um, some think that he'll be able to to take it. He says, I normally don't support political candidates, but there's too much to lose. Chris Pratt said this. If you're an L.A. voter, I encourage you to vote for Rick Caruso. He's a builder. He knows how to get things done. Uh, He's the guy for our city. Pratt's mother-in-law, Maria Shriver, (laughs) also made it known who she was voting for and has long supported Caruso on Twitter. Interesting. This race is super tight. Every vote matters. If you want L.A. to be different than it is today, the choice is clear. At Rick Caruso, L.A. Change is critical for the city's future. Let's go. Wow. I'm a little surprised that um, that Maria Shriver is endorsing a Republican. because She was married to a Republican, but still, by and large, she's been pretty right yeah that's right Uh, of course Karen Bass has the support of Barack Obama interesting especially since LA is in such a hot mess right now there's going to be a lot of interesting races that we're going to be keeping an eye on here uh, come tomorrow because yeah it's very interesting of course Biden has been very active Uh, he did a last minute rally for Democratic Governor uh, Kathy Hochul, and he had a testy exchange with a climate protester at the end of a last-minute rally to boost support for the New York governor just two days ahead of the mis- midterm elections. The president spoke at Sarah Lawrence College in Yonkers, touting his achievements in office and, of course, the, uh, lambasting Republicans because that's what he does right now. While wrapping up the speech, a climate protester shouted something at Biden that made him visibly annoyed. No more drilling, Biden said. After the protester continued to shout at him, he shot back, sounding even more irritable. There's no more drilling. I haven't formed any new drilling. The protester could be heard making objections to offshore drilling in the Antarctic and Gulf of Mexico. That was before I was president. We're trying to work to get that done, he said. The comments amounted to a doubling down of Biden's climate agenda ahead of the eve of midterms, despite evidence that it has, in part, contributed to a rise in gasoline prices. I don't know that any of this is doing them any favors. Just reminding them of all these things that he is hell-bent on doing. The Probably the best thing he could do would just be go home. Sit all the way down, probably. (laughs) 866-916-3776 Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six 916 3776 is uh, our number. We've been talking a lot today about the two-party system and why Americans are so upset with it. Uh, they're saying now, with things being more polarized than ever before, that people are just exhausted with it. Many people are crossing the lines. Uh, I mean, when you, when you see just the things that we've talked... I mean, Maria Shriver endorsing a Republican, I think, is very interesting. Uh I think tomorrow is is going to tell us a lot about what's going on across the country as a whole. In Virginia, we have seen record turnout as far as early voting. I hope that's a good thing. I mean, I th- I th- I think it is. Um but who knows? I mean, I've always voted in person. It's hard for me to to not vote in person that's just the way i've always done it
4: i voted absentee in college when i lived in kansas for a year because i didn't re-register in kansas i registered i was still registered in virginia mm-hmm. and i still wanted to vote um and then i voted i voted in person last time for the governor i, mean, I election have for,
2: voted absentee when i when i wasn't the second time obama ran i wasn't going to be I was out of town on business and I had to vote that way. Um,
4: But by and large, I usually vote. You know who someone was against political parties? Speaking, I know this is a theme. Mm -hmm. It was uh, George Washington. Because, of Mm -hmm. course, in his farewell address, he talked about how political parties and were, you know, especially two political parties, would weaken the centralized government and so and i think that's absolutely true he said that in his farewell address and so Mm. i I always find that interesting when people have political parties and like the history it's like well one of the you know our first president
2: Uh, arguably our founding father he he, is considered you know know, the father of our country he he
4: purposely like he purposely only took two terms because he knew it was gonna be too long Mm -hmm. you know all these certain things that are in place with the executive branch that aren't with legislative branch are very interesting to me yeah
2: it is interesting and i think and looking back in hindsight you really see how wise he actually was if you're anxious about the midterms you're not alone when we come back from break we're going to talk about how you can deal with some of that stress here on the morning jam i'm janet rose good morning thanks for joining us we're glad you did
0: Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A Common Sense Radio Talk Show. The Morning Jam.
2: Well, I think everybody's feeling a little more pressure these days. And ahead of midterms, you may need a little help in dealing with some of that stress. If you're anxious about the election, uh, some psychiatrists are saying that election stress disorder is very real. The term was coined around the 2020 election. When there was more anxiety compared to 2016. <laughs> really? More anxiety than having to choose between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump? I mm, Okay. According to the study by the American Psychological Association, two-thirds of American adults surveyed said the 2020 U.S. presidential election was a significant source of stress in their life. I would say the results of the 2020 election has been the biggest source of stress in in my life. But that's just me. Uh, Here's a look at some of the signs you need to look out for. Of course, this isn't an official diagnosis, but if you find yourself consistently worrying or uh, having things like headaches, trouble sleeping, uh, upset stomach, experts say you need to try and unplug a bit, particularly from social media and activities that cause other forms of stress. They say instead, try connecting with your family and friends. Exercise can be a wonderful way to help you manage stress. Getting out in nature can also be very helpful. So those are some things you can do on your own. And uh, they say a lot of that anxiety can come from feeling a lack of control. What will the outcome be? Will your candidate do well? What happens if they don't do well? If all that stress feels unmanageable, then it's time to reach out to a professional. They say it's important to remember that worrying itself is not going to change the outcome. So you want to be intentional about cutting that off and finding other ways to expand your energy. I remember I I grew up, I was a worrier growing up. I, I heard somebody say, oh, 99% of the things you worry about never happen. So my theory was, if I worry about everything, then, you know, maybe my odds will be better. But I remember so well my mother coming to me and and saying she always knew when I was upset. And she said, do you know there are over 365 verses in the Bible that tell you not to worry and why you are not to worry. So to God, it's really important that you not waste your time and energy on worry. And I thought that was I thought that was uh, not by accident that there are there's literally a verse for every day of the year that tells us not to worry and tells us how to deal with worry. I always thought that was kind of cool. Uh, one of the things they mentioned in that article was taking control. That seems to be the case for women. Women's top financial concern is inflation. I don't think that's just women. I think that's probably the number one concern overall, and I think we'll find out if that's the case as we get the results in from tomorrow's election. Rising prices are taking a toll on everybody. Doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, or child, doesn't matter what age you are, it's taking its toll. But a new study is showing women are feeling that pain perhaps more than men, and that it's primarily money woes keeping the ladies up at night. Research from Fidelity Investments found that inflation is the current top financial concern, with an upwards of 70% citing it as their main worry. Respondents listed the cost of essentials as the second biggest stressor, 65%, and another 58% expressed worries about not having enough saved for emergencies. They say they know inflation is top of mind for nearly everyone in this economy, given inflation is at a 40-year high, Fidelity's head of women investors and customer engagement said gender does seem to play a small role in the personal impact the rising costs have. Women seem more stressed about inflation than men, 71% versus 66%. The study found there were two differences in the concerns voiced by younger women as a whole as well. Gen Z women ages 18 to 25 told researchers their concerns were the cost of education, 55%, managing debt and credit, 27%, and not knowing how to invest in their future, 46%. Nearly half of women said their outlook on money and the economy has gotten worse over the past year, and 53% responded they've scaled back on discretionary purchases since 2021. Women proactively took matters in their own hands, cutting back on non-essentials, in the past year and they also plan to pay down and start or add to an emergency fund in the next year which are all great strides forwards what are you doing to cut back or are you cutting back maybe you're not worried about it call us 866-916-3776 or you can text me 434-248-0704 i know i've cut back on uh like some little subscriptions i had they weren't They weren't big things, but all that little stuff kind of adds up after a while. And we're really trying to make some strides and getting things paid off because it is nerve-wracking. And if you're doing something, it does help rather than just letting life happen to you, you know. Uh, Leah said, that's where faith comes in. Liz said, when I hear JR, I think of Dallas. Oh, that was who shot J.R. Liz. Let's not talk about that. I was telling Trey earlier that my friends call me J.R. and and he said that he wasn't my friend because he didn't know that. I didn't say that. I said I was, said it I've was never- a radio nickname. It, okay. that came that came up when when i was in radio early early on i didn't say
4: that i said <laughs> you just never told me that i didn't say we weren't friends that makes thought, me seem I, so no, mean no, no, no.
2: i thought you said we must not be friends or something
4: like no. that i said i never heard that oh okay well Man. i didn't mean to put words in your mouth <laughs> i'm not that mean oh well i'm not i don't think i am mean
2: no you're not mean not as a not as a general rule You're not mean. Hey, here's a feel-good story. It was hard for me to read it at first, but I'm okay now. Uh, Bob Parr the dog. He was named Bob Parr because of Mr. Incredible. Ah. Yeah, that's where his name came from, if you're wondering. Uh, He is famous now because of a TikTok video uh, showing the sweet dog missing his chance to be adopted at an event in Brooklyn. He's a three-year-old white terrier. He attended the Adoption Affair, hosted by Brooklyn's Badass Animal Rescue. And Andrea Koukaris, who was at the event as a volunteer, offered portraits to pet owners in exchange for donations to the rescue. And recorded the moment Bob was passed up by hopeful pet owners. She posted on TikTok where the video garnered more than 4 million views and counting. People from all over America, as far as the way as the UK and Australia, reacted to the TikTok. One user said the video made her burst into tears. Now Bob has roughly 50 applicants offering him a forever home. Awesome. Because it went viral. So they say he's a little bit shy, but he's very lovely. They said they had no idea it was going to blow up, but they really connected with him. And now he's going to have a forever home. So hopefully they will they will get him paired up with exactly the perfect home for Bob. I may be looking for a home for Rogan. because. oh what did he do? Uh, well, I just got a text from my husband saying, I asked how he was, because those of you who are just joining us, he broke his ankle over the weekend. He said, I'm okay, other than wanting to strangle Rogan. Mm. He pooped in the basement and chewed up $30 worth of gloves angry face. Okay, you go to break. I'm gonna go and make sure I still have four dogs. We'll be back on the morning jam.
0: Virginia Talk Radio Network. No.